and we're back. Racial draft, talking about some WandaVision. We're on the eve, well, not the exact eve, but, you know, the verge. I was like, that of the, <laughs> <laughs> the verge of the season finale. First of all, you know, we, we, we had a bop last, last episode, but we don't have any uh, songs to sing this time out. Um, but what did you guys think of uh, the seventh episode of, of WandaVision? Um, uh, the... go, ahead. It, go ahead, Randy. Uh, yeah, go for it, Randy. I don't, I don't want to bring down the room. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, I, I just, I feel like, wow, that was a lot. Like, uh, just an uh, emotional dump on everybody. Um, go ahead, Gordy. Bring I, us down. Bring I, us down. <laughs> listen, I understand with a, with a show like this, there has to be an expositional dump episode because yeah. we've just all been waiting for answers to the stories. I mean, yeah. half of the, the, not even half, most of the fun has been ruminating. I mean, we've all been here. We all want to know who Ralph is. We, we've been wondering these, we've been wondering these things for weeks. And it's not that the, the, the actual content we got was disappointing. I just, I was disappointed in the manner in which we got it. Catherine mm-hmm. Catherine Hahn making these ridiculous statements while we are getting the, the backstory of Wanda Maximoff told again. Just it didn't it didn't scratch the itch that I wanted for right. uh the laying out of this story. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. I mean, uh, Carlos, I know you have strong thoughts, so I'll I'll let you I'll let you uh, lay them out first before I, I jump in. All right, here are my strong, my very very strong thoughts. Uh, <laughs> Catherine Hahn's dialogue in this episode was like I felt bad for her, like like it was fanfic level, like uh, she sells the lines because she's a great actress, but it, this was not a great episode written for her. Um, I think that this is not a series that's going to work as well on a binge afterwards as it is week to week because it feels like they're prioritizing these mysteries from week to week that don't necessarily pay off um, in any real substantive way and therefore could have the, the time used to preserve them could have been used giving us this information right. piecemeal throughout. Um, for like right. my, 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 like the best example I can think of is like at the end of episode one, you've got, um, after the Hart family has the choking episode and they leave, uh, Wanda and Vision sit down and they watch TV together and they like put their heads together and the credits roll and then we pull out and we see that, um, someone is watching them with this, right. with the sword logo. Right. Like, oh, what does that mean? What, you know, is she in, is she imprisoned by sword? And, and it ends up being that it right. was Darcy just watching it later right. on. And so like that mystery, okay, you answered the question, but like, it wasn't like a great answer because it really wasn't a meaningful question. Say it yeah. again. Right. Yeah. So, so yeah. like, no, like, I just was, I just was, go ahead. Randy? Well, I, I just was uh, piggybacking off of you just to say that that was not really a, a secret worth kind of holding over our heads. Yeah. Right. But so, I also so like, think that – I also, I mean, not to cut you off too too much, but no, I also no, no. think that, like, the, the the nature of the first episode – and I agree with you that it as, as a week-to-week episodic thing, it's stronger than it would be as a binge. But mm-hmm. I also think that what happens – what sometimes happens with a binge is that you're – 
it's it's about creating the momentum that will take you to the next episode. Mm-hmm. So the when it's structured that way, I'm not sure that a binge person would 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 take as much significance from that from that credit sequence as as we would as people who are trying to absorb every every second of the show. You know, mm-hmm. I think that potentially a binge watcher would say oh so the next episode the last episode they were in the 50s this next episode they're in the 60s and 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 there would be un- thematically there would be another glitch right that's what we remembered in the when we watched it week to week so there would be the glitch in the first episode that was kind of unnerving there would be that glitch in the second episode that was kind of even more unnerving and then at the you know when when we get the reveal in the third episode that Geraldine is not who she you know um, who she is, that's when they open up the universe and say you know and and remember if we're watching it as a binge that's just an hour of our time, you know yeah. like well an hour and a half at that point right an sure. hour and a half to get to the point where now we're we're into it we're into the the bigger world, and mm-hmm. I so so it 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 cuts both ways because for us. We're 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 taking the thirty minutes that we watch it, and then we're we're pouring over every detail to try to figure out what they're telling us. Whereas I think mm-hmm. with a binge, they might just let the story wash over them, and yeah. and notice little things, but not fixate on any one detail. So yeah, I think that that's true. Expectations up too high. I think that that's true, but it, but on a binge this episode is going to be laborious i think because right. it's just like yeah. like agatha becomes the ghost of christmas past and yeah. we're just we're witnessing these scenes <laughs> that we basically know happened yeah we're just getting yeah. like a little more shading on these on these scenes and it's like okay you answer the question like why is it a sitcom but like again it did, like i didn't yeah. need to know that when she was at avengers hq she was watching malcolm in the middle i i didn't need to know yeah. that um, I mean, or at least I didn't need yeah. to see that. I didn't need to see a five-minute scene right. about that. Well, what I was thinking about from a binge perspective is that it would feel a little bit like Whiplash, um, because where we're left at at the end of episode six with right. Agatha all along is that we think Agatha's like straight up evil. Yeah. Right. We think she's the villain, the big bad, if as it were. Right? Yeah. And and then, and... but then where they put us in this episode, she's not really a villain. She's more of like a a trickster you know at least the the way she played it like she played it as she's doing not great things but we don't think that she's got nefarious intentions where well, i think a lot of us expected this episode to 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 disclose what her nefarious intentions were and it come to find out at least so far she doesn't have one yeah i mean uh to, to that point it, it kind of does leave this um uh, i mean I, I guess maybe it's intentional but i guess it, it leaves this idea of the reason why she's having wanda revisit these traumas and stuff like that she's trying to kind of assess what what wanda does to to get um you know to obtain the power she obtains it is sort of um not not even just because uh not even just because of we already know Wanda's backstory, but it's sort of disappointing just because you don't know what what Agatha intends to do with the information that she finds out. Like, right. I mean, is she is she going to like tell Wanda to like relinquish her power? I mean, what is she trying to do now that she knows what you know what Wanda is exactly? Yeah, right. 
Yeah, I think then that that would have, and I, that's where I sort of agree with you, Carlos. I think that if Agatha, you know, if we knew at the outset, even if we went through the, even if we went through the exposition ride, you know, the the the, the this is your life, Wanda Maximoff thing that we went through, um, mm-hmm. if we knew that that um, Agatha's agenda was that she was going to ultimately steal Wanda's power, right. Um, right. then then we then it's got a little bit more of uh of stakes um even if she had said oh yeah i ate your kids you know like, <laughs> like oh yeah they was tasty like, exactly <laughs> that creates a raising of the stakes right because even but, if even though wanda's going on this ride she's going on this ride but she wants to exact revenge the, but when, the only... when when the door was real quick but like when the door was open it's like oh i've got your kids pr- imprisoned yeah. so you know I need this information potentially, I guess, to free your kids, um, or we still don't know what her intentions are for the kids. Well, well, I, I just would add on to this um, while while I'm I'm you know kind of thinking about the the backstory that we got for Agatha. We see that she has the power to absorb magic. Yes, that's that's her thing, and not just absorb it. She like drain to the dregs and like leave right. dead. So my thing is, I, I guess I'm just kind of waiting for the resolution of like, is she going to like try to maybe trick Wanda into doing something that causes her to like unleash her full power against Agatha? Or is she going to like try to provoke, like, you know, uh, threaten her to make her willingly give up the magic? I'm not really sure what exactly her goal is. So I, I, right. I guess that's sort of the intention of leaving that unknown for now. Yeah. And that's and that's I think the biggest failing of the episode to me that even though like I was here for the ride through Wanda Psyche, but right. the fact that we still don't know what Agatha's agenda is, right? Um, and we have to wait another week to figure that out, and then that week also being the last week, right? Um, exactly. It's too late like, in the story for this, you yeah. know. Like even if she had said at the end, "That's all well and good. Now I know who you are, and now your power is mine." You know, like, give me your power or I kill your kids. You know, like, now we're like, now, now, as JR would say, like, business is about to pick up, right? Like, (laughs) you know, at that point, we, obviously, there are still chess pieces being moved around, but we know where, where Agatha stands. Um, And right now, we still kind of don't know where Agatha stands. I guess other than like the, the Mind Stone reveal, um, which we're not even really sure what it revealed. Uh, yeah. We just know what we know. We saw something new. Um, yeah. Other than that, there really isn't a ton of new information in these flashbacks that like really recontextualizes something we didn't know already. I so, mean, I think it's a pretty big reveal that it's possible, at least at least according to what Agatha said, that Wanda had powers before that's, yeah, that's before true. she was exposed to the to the power stone. That's I mean, to the, to the mind stone. Like that's a huge that's for for her arc, that's that's actually pretty big. And that's like that's like literally ten seconds of like a eight minute scene. Like like it's <laughs> I just feel like like they imagine like okay the episode from Watchmen where we go yeah. back you know and and we're living through the memories of the, mm-hmm. the black and white episode the episode right. of Watchmen. Sure, that's one of the greatest episodes of television ever made. Like yes. it's so good. 
And because all of the information is new and it recontextualizes a character that we didn't really give a shit about before. And now it's like, oh my God, they are like the most important character in this universe. Um, For this, it's like, okay, I watched some scenes. They were definitely choppy and they were being introduced to me by, by, by Agatha walking into these different (laughs) rooms. And then, and then, uh, yeah. And then, literally saying like where are we now and what is happening in this scene like i I just don't need this much hand-holding and to get out of it wanda maybe had powers before the stone and the stone acted differently around her than it had before which again is something we knew we just didn't know how that that acted differently i just feel like these are things that like agatha could have read her mind and in a minute we would have gotten like oh wait what what was that like flashes of her making the bomb stop with her hand flashes of the mind stone exploding in front of her and revealing Mm -hmm. i don't know if that's supposed to be future her or or whatever like that could have been done so quickly instead the story which was on this like momentum propulsion Mm -hmm. forward just stops and now let's go back and and let's just look over like make sure we checked our notes before we hit the final (laughs) the final episode and and i mean even like the fact that agatha at the end like suddenly she's floating in the middle of the street with these two kids on the leash it's like where this doesn't even connect with the last scene i saw you in yeah no i I understand what's happening yeah, that part I agree with, but I also, but I also think that like, you know, we're like, we're all super fans here, you know, and yep. we've all absorbed like all of the Marvel stuff, and I know that there are people out there that like are in and out on the on the Marvel stuff and don't really right. remember everything that happened in the previous movies, yeah. and yeah. and I think in you know we've all been talking from the beginning about the idea of a the commercials being reflective of her trauma about like how you know this is all about like everything that Juan has gone through up to this yeah. point like i think for i think if you look at it like you know big like the the whole episode like singularly up to the point where she creates westview like i think it does work as a story of like this is why wanda did what she did you know, it, it's, like, fair, it, it's fair to have that recontextualizing. It's just not particularly impressive in like the grand scheme of the MCU. Right. And, you know, and it's really it's a really weird structure because yeah. normally when you're watching a show, the penultimate episode is the one where, you know, where everything, everything, right, everything goes down. Yeah. You know? It's real. You know, the, the penultimate episode of The Sopranos is one of, one of my favorite episodes of TV I've ever seen. And yeah. this does not, I mean, it's, it's, it's yeah. sort of nice when a show zigs when I expect a zag, but this mm. is, a, this is off footing. Well, well the, what's funny is this is kind of old school, right? Like in our childhood, the season finale was the one where everything went down, sure, you know, sure. it's like, but modern shows have done the, you know, all the stuff happens in the penultimate episode. And then the, the, the last episode is more like a denouement with like a, mm-hmm. a little bit of a, a little bit of a, a, a carryover into what you might get in the, in the future episode. If we think of, I mean, we don't know if WandaVision is going to get a season two, right? So right. like, if we look at it from the perspective of this, this story will end, you know, it will like this, this, the story will end like we kind of need I and mean, we talked about that last you know last week we, like we kind of needed an episode to recenter us so that yeah. like you know the final episode is like going to probably be like all action all resolution mm-hmm. um we hope, we are, we hope. <laughs> like you know like yeah exactly we hope 
like the execution. And also may not come until Doctor Strange too. Yeah, that's what I worry about. Like, I don't want the show to end on a cliffhanger. Like, I don't. Yeah. I'll I'll be fine if there's a cliffhanger in a post credit scene. But in mm -hmm. terms of like when we get to the end of the of the last episode, I want to feel like something was accomplished. You know, I yeah. want to feel like um, this story was worth it. And yeah, I mean, as of because... like as of now, I feel like things can be resolved in the final right. hour. You know, right. whereas. I think a lot of people were thinking, nah, we don't have to resolve it. We can just, you know, have some crazy big thing happen at the end of the episode and then we'll go our separate ways. And then we'll, I mean, two, in two weeks, we'll watch Falcon and Winter Soldier. And I'm just yeah. like, no, I don't, I don't want that at all. <laughs> like, yeah, no, no. You, you, can't, you can't really do that just because <laughs> the show itself is about trauma. So are you trying to like, just like, have us you know just kind of jarred at the end of the show like if it, it will feel like you're just doing crazy for the sake of crazy if right. you don't if you don't like have some actual like okay ah catharsis now she gets at least some kind of resolution or at least some sort of um genuine transition that now we we see her move on to another stage in her life right right i mean i don't i don't know because i feel like the show has definitely been about grief and loss i mean clearly right. And, right. I, and i definitely i definitely appreciated that wanda's the asshole that, that <laughs> she, like she's the one who she did it she isn't like coaxed into it by agatha or anything like that's that. true she did it agatha shows up later but um but i wonder if the ending is just going to be wanda continuing to live with this because that's yeah. what happens to all of us when we lose someone. Like yeah, we right. don't, like we don't, we don't get a resolution. We just learn that the world keeps spinning. And, right. yeah. and that's why I know, think I, that vision scene um, at the Avengers uh, Avengers uh, compound was a necessary scene, even if it yeah. didn't like within that episode. Maybe didn't hit as hard as it should have. Like in the context of the overall story, right. like that's that's the part that's probably going to to matter um to get wanda at a place where she can accept w w the loss i mean right. listen what is grief uh but love persevering is i mean i'm sure a million people are going to get that tattooed somewhere yeah. it's, it's the best <laughs> yeah. line in the history of the mcu i just yeah. think that there was like for the moments that did matter in those flashes there was another way to deliver us that information. And I actually think like, okay, let's keep the first three episodes basically the same. Uh -huh. We had episodes four, five, six, seven, and now eight, where we could have opened with cold opens of these moments because we don't need them. We don't need Wanda to literally be living them. Yeah. We, we, we just need to see the information. So like if you just gave us these moments, like Breaking Bad style, cold open before you get to the, the credits yeah. of the show, yeah. I think it would have worked just as well, if not better. And then this episode would have been more Agatha dealing with information we've already seen. And let's right. move. Let's go. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I buy that. I buy, except with the exception of the, you know, there, have, there hasn't been a lot of talk and in, in, forgive me, you know, we guys, we, we've, we talk about this offline, but that, you know, the, the Hayward, the Hayward part of this. Yeah. Yes. Um, you know, we've, we've all known that we shouldn't trust Hayward, but, <laughs> but like now we know for a fact that Hayward yeah. had an agenda 
and that his like he's winning like right now if we're if we're going down the chart of like people who set out to do a thing and are getting what they want like hayward is getting what he wants yeah like he might have gotten what he wants in fact yeah because he got that Aryan nation vision (laughs) (laughs) yeah because wanda wanda is kind of too busy in her own head i guess to to like you know really see or 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 face him and, and deal with his you know plans yeah like weirdly enough if he didn't care about the fact that his team was in the hex like he could just be like all right well you know Peace. Peace. <laughs> like I, got, I got a, I got a vision. You know, I got the, we got the energy, the, the CMBR. You know, we, we, we figured it out. Like, Tell me I don't when know. you're gonna do your designing women episode. I'll tune in. It's like I don't, I don't know what, what's happening in the hex right now, but I don't care. I got a new Project Cataract is online. You know, like theoretically, like he's, he's actually flying too close to the sun right now by sending Vision into the hex, mm-hmm. um, because. He could just say, well, that'll work itself out. Um, <laughs> but Play, playing off of what Randy just said, what I one of the things that not bugged me, but I'm curious about the episode, is Agatha doesn't seem to be in control of what's going on. No. No. So it's not her spells. We, right. But are where are we then? Are we in Wanda's head? Is this a projection? And yeah, I mean it, yeah, like what what I understood it as is like we had said, you know, very early on, like sitcoms is Wanda's happy place, right? If if but for like the the, intrus- the intrusions um, here and there, like she probably would have lived in that the 1950s sitcom, you know, as much as as much as right. she possibly could. Right. But you know, she's like I think Vision had said like she switches it up, you know, to yeah. try to you know, to, to, to deal with the fact that people keep trying to break in. And that that part, I keep feeling kind of vindicated over because people were thinking that it was like, um, you know, that that she might've been like captured somewhere, but it, it felt to me that even before we kind of specifically knew that it was like her happy place or whatever, it Mm -hmm. felt like, um, every time something kind of came in and interrupted, she would kind of like switch the channel or whatever exactly hopefully this one would work out a little bit better like maybe Mm -hmm. the the previous version was not as perfect and so okay let me try to progress to something else and that was kind of like why we got the like each each era was sort of um you know her her you know you still got the trauma there but it's it's sort of her her subconscious playing out like what she thinks is really good highlighting about that era Right. Um, but, you know, I think one one of the things that, you know, wasn't a big reveal, but good to know is that, you know, Agatha was playing along like right. she's never controlled. Mm-hmm. You know, she right. was always figuring out how she fit into this world. Right. And like she was a free player in a game full of NPCs or NPCs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, is, is she the only one who knows? You know, right. like I. To, to me, that's still a, a you know, fingers crossed. We're going to play theory game, you know, like like uh, Dottie could still be a free player in mm-hmm. there. You know, we know that we know that um, Geraldine slash Monica like tried to be a free player, but she got incorporated into the thing. You mm-hmm. know, um, like but but at least we know that Agatha was strong enough to protect herself 
and to again we don't really know what the agenda is but we know that she was trying to mess up the the hex a little bit trying to mess up the show yeah um which but, i had brought up in our in our in our group chat about it yeah. was why does agatha if agatha because because last week we're all like okay so she's definitely using wanda's power to power this book yeah. and i mean that's that's apparently wrong but yeah. um <laughs> but it was but my question was always but why does she have wanda questioning the hex then wanda should she should want wanda to be as subdued and complacent as possible to just keep right. leeching that power and yeah. because yeah, what i noticed was that she's always she was always messing with wanda's um faith in the veracity of the hex mm-hmm. from the first episode she should she should want the trains to be running on time exactly so that she can keep leeching if that's the goal but, but that's but apparently it, not the goal well know? well so so the way i took it is that if she, if, if she knew from the outset what the de- what Wanda's deal was, she would have come up with a strategy to you know to get to get magic from Wanda. But she was kind of annoyed. It seemed like she was annoyed by the fact that she had to live in the sitcom in order to get the information that she wanted. You know. Yeah, I mean, like, it makes sense that she didn't she didn't because she never knew where all of it came from. Right. And so it makes sense. Yeah, that she came in. And was like, what the fudge is going on here? And then figured out a way in. But she also figured that out wildly fast. While it was um, happening. Yeah. Right. I mean, I guess, I mean, theoretically, I guess if you show up somewhere and you turn black and white, like, <laughs> like you know, you're probably like, all right, well, I, apparently I'm living in some kind of pocket universe. You know, um, I I would have thought I was in Pleasantville, but that's just me. Well, <laughs> even still, like, like we do, we don't know if she can read Wanda's mind. I guess we have to assume she can, because how else does she create Pietro? Like, well, I, I would I would think that uh, it, it kind of occurred to me that she's um, dang, I, I kind of lost my thought, but she basically is is sort of trying to ingratiate herself to Wanda. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, and, and I don't know. It wasn't. It didn't necessarily feel like gaslighting or something like that. But she was trying to kind of like uh, the 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 part that that really stood out to me. That was when I kind of noticed it was when when she was. Uh, I think it was. Um, dang, when was it? She she was she, she was like, uh, "You want me to run my line again or something like that?" She right, kind yeah. of broke mm-hmm. character, and so that was five. Yes. So that was basically when I knew that there was something up. It had to be like she she kind of was was trying to keep Wanda happy, um, right. not necessarily subdued, but more um, like placated. Yeah. Like if if you were if you're in charge, then okay, maybe you know what do what do you want me to do to try to like help? Because yeah. she she still is that that I guess maybe up to the point where she finally does try to take the kids hostage and all that stuff. She's trying to kind of get in her good graces. And then I guess when she takes the kids, then that's sort of her point of like, no, okay, this is enough. Like you, you can, I've, I've coddled you. I've been nice to you. Now tell me your secrets. Right. And, and well, tied to that point, like, so when she manipulates vision to -hmm. go outside the hex, because at this point we have to assume that's what, what she was doing right um like what was her agenda there was it just to see her expend more energy 
so she, that she might be testing. She she may I literally I felt like she could have been possibly trying to like see what would happen, like what what is going on, what is vision, how does he play into the thing, and see if he can exist outside of her uh, outside of Wanda's sphere, because I mean, maybe whatever whatever she wants Wanda to create, she wants to take it outside of the sphere. Well, well, that too, but literally she she um she had played along when Vision tries to kind of like tap and unlock her mind like he did the other character. Mm-hmm. She plays along too. So she's trying to like kind of um, get Vision to feel a certain kind of way, but it, it's, 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 it's a manipulation, obviously. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I feel like in that situation, one of two things was happening. Mm-hmm. One, she wanted Vision out of the way, right? Like right. she knew he was not going to exist outside of the hex, and she wanted to send him out there to mm-hmm. to die. Um, or she knew that putting him in danger would lead to Wanda saving him by expanding the hex. Um, and I feel like at this point, both are kind of equally plausible. I think she also she wants she wanted Vision to question his own existence, right? Because that drives a wedge between Vision and Wanda, and therefore Wanda, again, is like, this isn't real. This hex isn't real. But in terms of that specific, like, interaction where she's on the edge of town, you know, was was she trying to get him to leave, or was she trying to get him to go back and and challenge Wanda? Because up to that point, I agree that she was trying to get, trying to create that, uh, that cleave between the two of them. Um, so that he might convince her to break the hex. I mean, but, that's what that's what uh, Fietro straight up says. Like, I'm I'm here to to stir up trouble and stir yeah. up trouble and mess with your your husband or mess with the brother-in-law and give right. you grief. Like that's yeah. like, literally states his mission. Yeah. But it is funny that you know what we based on how it was explained to me. Like there was there were some quirks in the closed captioning, so I'm not a hundred percent sure if like it's fully reliable. But like in terms of like she created a spell, which allowed her to possess someone, right. um, and that's how Fietro came to be, mm-hmm. um, so that he was basically her eyes and ears. I presume that the words that he was using w- were coming from her, from from Agatha. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So he was both, you know, agreeing with her and kind of like getting her to to say more about what she was doing. It, it's all of this stuff. It feels like it is insert. It was everything that she possibly could think of to try to get secret out of Wanda. She wanted right. to get secrets out of Wanda. She wanted to try to get her to like expose what was the root of her power yeah right. Pietro even is like so how did you do this yeah that's a how good point he, he acted right he acted he asked her directly what yeah. how she did it right that's yeah. the point and presumably she if she told him then Agatha would have been like cool now I know yeah now yeah. I kill you all of you yeah and then Pietro yeah. would have just mysteriously like died or vanished or something like that I mean haha Agatha all along <laughs> right right while she's like eating the children in the background, <laughs> fighting the heads off like 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 uh, Ozzy Osbourne, call it, call yeah. The yeah, yeah. So so well, I, so it's not darker than where I went. <laughs> yeah, so maybe so maybe it was just a matter of look. I've I tried to ingratiate myself to you. I tried to like you know get in, be your best friend. I tried to use your brother to get you to open up, 
And then one day I was just like, screw it. I'm just going to hold your kids hostage and make you tell me what the deal is. That which is like, like. Mm-hmm. which when we all we all knew from the get-go that she agnes was agatha right when right. the babies are missing in the 80s episode mm-hmm. when they go to the cradles and the babies aren't there you're like oh shit agatha took the babies mm-hmm. and then they, they end up being five like you know they're behind her right uh but you do feel that moment like oh god agatha stole these babies um like it's it's happening <laughs> the, well, the, the I- plot is occurring I, I didn't. I only didn't get that just because I'm used to Agatha being like a good figure in the comics, oh, and yeah. so I, I thought they were gonna go for like the the part of like uh, where they're exposed in in West Coast Avengers that oh anytime Wanda doesn't think about them they disappear. I was like, dang, that was quick. <laughs> yeah, I was more I was more in that line of thinking as well um, until they got aged up and I was kind of like, oh okay, that's new. Like, yeah. you know, you guys know, we talked about this. I, I've been team Agatha in terms of thinking Agatha was was allied with yeah. with Wanda. Um, and, you know, that she didn't have like a nefarious agenda. She was just right. trying to guide Wanda through right. the best right. way possible. I think it would have um, been really cool if Agatha had just been Agatha since the beginning. Right. And, and just been a witch also. And you had that bewitched kind of relationship where... Yeah, hey, we're two witches, and, right? Oh, and let me show you how to do this. And she, 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 she Indora to to Wanda exactly. Samantha. Yeah, and then I the mean, heel turn makes more sense because when she's like, "The name's Agatha Harkness, dear." Like, okay, we know who that is. But right, ninety five percent of the people are like, "And uh, wasn't your name Agatha? It wasn't. It was Agnes." <laughs> oh, but the nosy yeah. neighbor trope is like. You know that's that's a staple of sitcoms, right? You know sure. much more yeah. than much more than the like which best friend thing is a staple of sitcoms. You know what I mean? But yeah. like, see that this is the this, that that's the part that I find weird. So the nosy like single woman next door neighbor who isn't getting laid enough is always there, and then Wanda created a world without one of those. Oh, yeah. shouldn't that's she? Fair. Shouldn't she have casted that role? Like, you know, That's if, if it's going to be Dottie or whoever it is, but because mm-hmm. she casts somebody to be her, you know, she Dottie's the, 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 the bitch that she doesn't like. Well, we and, don't, here's the thing. We don't know yet. Like, I mean, remember, I'm, I'm in the, I'm in the like, because Agatha introduces her to Dottie, yeah. that maybe Dottie is some, you know, plays some kind of role as right. well. I mean, yeah, but she, um, she still plays the role in the sitcom world of the the uh, the nemesis, right? So like, and so like that that fits with Wanda, but Wanda not having a, her own next door neighbor when her husband has a bunch of idiot friends, just like every sitcom, mm-hmm. you know, and 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 whatnot. It it feels weird that Wanda somehow misses that trope, and thankfully Agnes is just there, right. That's a good point. I mean, we had Herb, who was like the other neighbor, um, but not necessarily the nosy neighbor. But yeah, I mean, well, at like, least at least she didn't like. At least we we have that uh, Geraldine like was Monica, and rather than she was like the nosy neighbor or like the sassy best friend. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm, I'm well, that's the I'm thing. Still... Like, I think I think there's a certain sort of like passive nature of of her powers where if monica didn't exist she probably would have created a sassy best friend 
Like, you know? I, I'm, I'm still very salty over Hayward's nasty little comment about, you know, which one of you is the sassy best friend. Like, I, I feel very much want to fight him over that line. I mean, Except listen. the answer is Darcy. I mean, you got to listen. You got to have a dick character be a dick, right? That's like how it works. <laughs> you know? Like, he, you know what? Hayward is really good, though, in the scenes where he's talking to, like, the scenes at, at S.W.O.R.D. headquarters. Mm. Where you're like, I kind of believe you. Like I know I shouldn't, but like you, you, you don't. It's not like a, a classic television show lying villain who's like mm. you know you, when the when the main character turns away he he, he twirls curls mustache, his mustache. Right? You know, yeah, like yeah. he he actually it it actually appears that he um you know l- not maybe not loved but respected Maria Rambo and yeah. and respects Monica Rambo and that you know that he actually felt for wanda in that moment and wanted to show her the you know vision's body but oh no no no. see i don't buy that at all i don't buy it either but i'm saying he's doing a good job of not acting like he's lying i think he's right right. i think he comes off as sincere even though you know his character is lying well i'm Um, saying specifically with the wanda thing like i think he fully hoped when he the way he said what he said i think he hoped that she was going to go down there that she was gonna and like no 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 i just bring him back to life i think he thought uh-huh. that by planning the idea like you've got the power to bring him back to life you know like that she would go down there and bring him back to life like the way he um, even says it like are you sure you want to bury him because i mean you have the power to bring him back online yeah, i'm yeah, sorry not, not back everybody. to life Right. Yeah, not, yeah. not everybody has the ability to bring their loved ones back off. Yeah. 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 Like I, I think he was trying very clearly to suggest. I mean, could you try? Could you maybe like <laughs> sprinkle a little, you know? You're not even gonna like try it. You know, like, 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 like a pixie dust on there. <laughs> no. Like I think right, that like like I, I always felt I, I thought it was a setup because you're gonna tell me that it's been five years you've had this basically and you're still like pulling the wiring out. No, yeah. man. I think he set that whole set situation off. up. I think he set that situation yes. up. He was like, listen, we've tried multiple times to bring him back online. We can't do it. But what if we have Wanda go there? She sees mm. him laid out like this. He mm-hmm. says, I mean, have you tried to bring him back to life? And then he and she, and she goes the stone. Maybe she can replace it. Right. Uh-huh. You know, she go, like I think it was his plan to to nudge her to bring him back to life and then when she doesn't like he's he's kind of like i i don't i don't think he knows about westview until he knows about westview right, right. but i think I that the minute he finds out about westview he he goes bring me vision's body manufacture footage of her stealing vision's body so that she can a bring back vision with her her energy and then we can kill her so that we don't have to worry about, you know, like her as a as a loose end. He doesn't even really manufacture footage, right? It's just like No, he shows same, no, but he shows footage of her like shooting shooting guards. Does he show her shooting guards or does he show her just crashing things and then it kind of statics well, out? Well, it's it's kind of a it's kind of I I can, I can understand that train of thought. Like basically you doctor this this story of like she goes crazy in her grief. And then, you know, that's your, your backstory for killing her after she's already done your your dirty work of like getting the exactly line. Yeah. yeah. Didn't he use the terrorist logic, you know, like yeah. the rhetoric yeah. or whatever? Right. That's, I think, I, I, I think there was footage of him shoot of her shooting guards. 
you know, I don't, know which, she, I don't think that I saw her kill anyone in that footage. Not I, kill anyone, just kind of like you know, do her whatever, little power, do her people. little like beam things, which could, which could be easily do, you know doctored from the way sure. that she came in. They had guns, and you know, I mean, they could have just yeah. Even even if she doesn't kill them, like a civilian would look at that and be like, "Wow, that's a really really scary, impressive use of power." So I don't know what happened, you know. Yeah. Right, and then we 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 just find out that he let her in the whole way. Yeah. yeah. Well, she yeah. did. She broke the glass, which is aggressive, right? right? right. But like I like I said, he, his 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 reaction to that isn't. Oh no! It's like no no no, let her let her let her do let what she happens. You know, yeah. like like I think he wanted her to bring him back, and then after he brought him, you know, after she brought yeah. him back, then he it's would try to like, her. you know, like finagle. Uh, vision to their side of things, right? Right. But right. when she, when he finds out that she's in the hex, and it's and all this is CMBR is is emanating from the hex, uh -huh. you know, he gets the idea. Wow, maybe you know, maybe that's how we bring Vision back. Maybe there's a a power source there. Uh -huh. You know, I mean, she did create three billion dollars of vibranium by herself. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know. Um. And but what's weird is that. Like I said before, if he was like evil, like he would have just been like, "All right, well, our job here is done." <laughs> you know, yeah. we've got a vision online, and you know, at some point, I think the hex will work itself out. But you know, Project Cataract is a, like, yeah, Project Cataract <laughs> is a win. You know, um, but he no one remembers Westview anyway. So yeah, yeah, but the fact that he's putting that he just just jeopardy. goes like this and says all right nuke it we're wrapping it up <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> wrap it up <laughs> um so the fact like, i that's the next part of the agenda that i don't understand like what does he hope to accomplish now like well, is he... again if, if you're thinking about in terms of sentient weapons you still could be like okay she didn't bring vision online but i mean she still herself is a, a, a you know valuable power source so yeah again, but he's I, already seen that he has nothing for her right, right. so I'm, I'm not yeah, but quite you, sure but you, you, you could i mean the, 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 the sorry randy the classic bad guy thing would be subdue her and make her a human battery mm. i mean i mean i i guess it's like I, I'm, I'm not quite sure but you still kind of have this idea of like what, what now, now that he has vision, this this new vision online, I mean, he's not gonna like use it to attack her or something. It's, it's maybe that's what. Maybe you know, I thought about it just now. Maybe he thinks that because Vision doesn't have a mind, like yeah. that, like maybe that he, Vision he could, can take her out. Well, I, I don't know. I, I feel like it, it could be that, or it could be that once she sees that her version of vision can't be sustained in the real world she could potentially somehow like you know try to download that consciousness into this new physical body that can be, survive outside of her hex i don't know oh so no, no I think, listen i think from her perspective the... from her perspective yes but from hayward's perspective he shouldn't want to expose that risk right i think from a from a comic book perspective yeah wanda would download vision's sentience from the hex into the into the pale vision body from this tv show perspective and the arc that we've been given mm -hmm. like the grief process 
she has to let vision go she has to or else what was this series for so i think she's going to have to let go of hex vision which is basically her her ideal version of vision to destroy pale vision she's got to i yeah i think that's where i think that's where we're leading to correct um but 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 i but i I, question whether hayward like hayward based on the decisions he's made so far he should kind of know that right well, I, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I, that, that's what I'm saying. I don't know quite for sure. I feel like, you know, if if that was the final goal of just getting this new vision online, then they kind of could have just packed up as soon as he got, you know, online. Basically, then we don't really need your, you know, we're done. We're good. I think he's so, going to, I think he wants to take out Wanda. I mean, he yeah. see, I think he sees her as a terrorist. I think they're living in a post Thanos world. You know, yeah. where superheroes have just kind of, you know, ruined their shit for five years. So he doesn't trust them. Like, I, I think yeah. I think he wants to take out Wanda. And I think yeah. he will uh, try to use Pale true. Vision for that. And the truth okay. is, if he were to actually take out Wanda with his Pale Vision, whoever, like, his boss is, is giving him all the promotions in the world, right? Yeah. Like, because it shows that he's created the most powerful sentient weapon Right. in the history in the of sentient yeah. weapons exactly yeah, that's, um, that's fair. and maybe and that's would be... and maybe that's all it is maybe it's just over extended ambition that he could have mm. just taken the win um but he had to but go for that bites off more than he can sue yeah okay and it would it would be a big win for them because they would be the first regular humans to kill an avenger mm-hmm. and and not pietro, pietro randomly running into bullets don't count <laughs> Plus, he wasn't really an Avenger, yeah. Not even just an Avenger, but like like just a powerful creature of that magnitude. I I get it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Very like Luther. Like, humans can do it. We don't need you. And plus, I mean, like, no, I guess they can't make, they can't mass produce visions, right? They they haven't figured that out yet. I mean, Um, he does think that there's a $3 billion vision in the hex, but he knows it can't exist outside of it. Yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, maybe it's just as simple as if this guy can go into the hex and take out Wanda, which mm-hmm. no one else can do, then we know that we've got the the game changer. Right. I mean, I think he's he, his character is very good at sounding justified. Yeah. Right. And it's going to be very easy for him to say, like, I have to take out the person who is holding an entire town hostage. Yeah, I have to. Yeah. Yeah. If we, yeah. Like if now. we can't if we can't do this, then what was it all for? Right. Like if we can't yeah. neutralize this kind of threat, then why even have a sword? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I buy that. Especially without the help of any of the other superpowered individuals. Right. Because yeah. I mean, even even uh, you know, if if you have to rely on them, that's still like, well, what if they go rogue? Right. Now, does do you think he knows? About Monica's powers or no? no. They're not broadcasting, right? <laughs> no, no, but I mean he didn't no, he have yeah. her didn't he have her like medicals or no? The the, the medicals are blank. Oh the yeah. Day a white, the day a white man looks at, at a black woman and immediately notices her power, I will eat my hat. <laughs> that is not going to happen. Fair enough, fair enough, fair, fair enough. Yeah, unless he's trying to you know form a a, a drug from her DNA. There's no uh there's no way he's looking at her medical records. Yeah. Damn it. 
Damn uh, it, that's way too that's way too on the nose for us people. You leave up the ball, <laughs> Yeah, that's probably right. So yeah, so I mean his agenda is probably that's where we're going. Probably gonna head to a vision versus vision showdown. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah. I think a vision vision sacrificing himself in destroying the other vision, probably. Yeah. yeah. In destroying his own body. Basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Probably that. Any hopes of resurrection? No, I think I think like I think like you said, Carlos. I think that in order for the the narrative to be satisfying, Wanda has to learn to let Vision go. Um, question. So right now, Agatha is holding the kids hostage. These kids. Like. Man, I don't kids. care about them kids. <laughs> you, I was like, you, really, say it. you really don't like. I mean, I care in as much as they're Young Avengers characters, and I'd like to see them in the Young Avengers. Well, well um, they're going to show up regardless. Like, I, I don't believe that even if even if this version of them does not survive or gets, you know, something, I don't think they're going to just be like, oh, well, haha, nice try. We're just not going to do with those characters. But we, we possibly may see them, like, because we have to see the final, you know, the, the final confrontation with Hayward. But, I mean, the kind of final confrontation with Agatha, we don't know what that's going to be. We don't think that's, you know, that, that's not going to be necessarily um, that everybody just walks away from the whole situation happy. I think right. that those kids, so what I think that the show has been leading us to believe is that those kids can't exist outside the hex. But I do mm -hmm. think they can. Yeah, that's that's what I think. I think mm -hmm. that, you know, the where we saw that she created vision uh -huh. whole you know whole cloth and we saw that vision disintegrated when he left the hex right. so you know therefore in our heads we're already like well those kids aren't real and so she can't yeah. take them out of the hex but she will i think at after this the hex after vision is it sacrifices himself or whatever and she lets out one giant scream and the hex disintegrates those kids will still be there well, I think that Wanda might not know, though, that her kids are still around. Right. Oh, That's what so? It has to be some, it, they could be like the, the energy got dispersed or something like that. I don't know. But it's possible that the energy gets dispersed and everything that kind of is, you know, was fabricated in that universe gets displaced. And the energy that's like composing their consciousness maybe gets, you know, well, it, it's going to be some kind of crazy comic book foolishness that happens in the end. It turns out Wicked was, was 70, yeah. 80 poly yeah. blend mix. Yeah. Like, because yeah. what, what, what I see is that, like, because let's face it, I mean, thinking logically, if she loses vision but keeps mm -hmm. her kids, then, like, she's got a path forward. Yeah. You yeah. know? But if she loses vision, and loses her kids but they're not actually lost then that's a little bit of a like a dangling thread that yeah. could be picked up at a later point my uh my crazy comic book idea exactly. is that it because it, 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 she, she's going through... you go ahead randy Sorry, finish I, your thought I, finish your thought yeah no, cool. I, just, I, I just was saying that like it, it's it's gonna feel like she's she's going through all of this loss and then we're gonna see like you know that the kids are really kind of what what uh gives her hope later on and we may see her kind of you know uh -oh. trying to like that's her sign of, line, of, that everything's gonna be okay yeah. yeah 
so you know especially given again we're 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 comic book fans so we're thinking in terms of the comics like if if having if if her if the kids existing but her not knowing about it kind of puts them on the track of wanting to reconnect with their mother that gives them individually mm-hmm. arc in a way that just growing mm-hmm. up with Wanda as their mother doesn't or if they yeah. don't want to connect because they see their mother kill their father or if, or if, Ag- or if Agatha just takes the kids out of the out of the universe and then right multiverse of madness to to, to uh to chase them but then but is that is that where we're going to leave Agatha like I feel like I feel like Agatha's going to be defeated but not uh disposed of right yeah I I don't I don't think Agatha is is a a quote-unquote bad guy I don't think that she's that I think that she's this this person who's like maybe she's selfish maybe she's power hungry but still in the midst of what she sees uh, Wanda going through, she kind of sees a bit of herself too. Yeah, I mean, well, other yeah, like, I, I said yeah. she'd be the new Loki. I mean, yeah, like, I, I, think I think that's, that's probably right. Yeah. You know, because I I don't know if Loki had the same line of dialogue, but like, you know, they didn't have to put in the I can be good, right? You know, good. part huh. like they didn't have to put that I, in. I mean, the hand was like, a little heavy on that one. Right? Yeah. <laughs> um. So we're meant to think that like she's she's dealing with this magic, these magical forces that are dangerous and dark and you know could be could be used to bad ends but she's not trying to harm people per se right um even when she killed those people like it wasn't intentional right right you know those other witches you know like it was kind of like like her mom was Mm, i feel like it was self-defense I feel like her mother was trying to kill her and she was like, I got to do what I got to do to stay alive, you know, and it it led to. I'm I'm not even sure she really has control of that because it it gives me like when I saw the scene, it looked like, um, you know, when when somebody, uh, you know, in comics, if you see like Bishop or somebody like get shot with like an energy blast or something. You just absorb, absorb the energy. You're not like, you know, malevolently right. like, hi. Oh, we lost you for a second. Hi, I'm taking your life. But like, no, she. Yeah. I mean, I think with the other witches, the ones that were definitely like the non-mother witch, right? I think they, I think that definitely seemed like it was just something that happened. But by the time the it's her and, and her mother, like, right. she, like she had to sort of like flip a switch. Yeah, she literally trying... like takes her hands out of the bondage. And, yeah. Like, She's doing it herself. That yeah, it's like her, she tried to get her mother to stand down. Her mother was like, right. nah, I got to kill you. And then she's like, well, damn. I mean, all right, well, I guess got to kill you, you know? <laughs> right. Um, but if we're meant – like everything that we got in that scene established Agatha as someone who could be sympathetic. Right. Um, which, you know, again, we're in the last episode, so we don't truly have a malevolent – entity at work yet if ever um and that kind of puts us in a box because what she's doing now is kind of messed up like she's strangling two little kids and she like she hasn't said yet now that she knows that wanda is the scarlet witch what the implications of that are right you know 
and maybe the implications are give me your magic and I'll take your magic and do uh, nefarious things with it. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's live or live forever or something like that. Yeah. You know, you know, I do think that there's a certain cavalier nature to like, and again, from from Agatha's perspective, if she thinks that nothing in the hex is real, mm-hmm. like she might not care about killing the kids. You know, mm-hmm. like she might just be like, I mean, they're not real. Like I'm not just like really... she didn't care about killing Sparky. Yeah, I try. I didn't want to get back on that because it's really <laughs> Sparky hard. Sparky was trying to kill himself, man. He's yeah. looking. He's looking electrical sockets yeah. and. <laughs> Like I feel like if Fuck they met, I feel like if they exactly like if they <laughs> mention Sparky again, then you know she's going full villain. But you know if she if she uses the logic of like nothing, all this stuff was is 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 this projection of your mind, right? You know, like I'm not really killing them because right. they were never real to begin with. Yeah. Um, they can't exist outside of the hex, especially if they hammer, you know, that they can't live outside of the hex point, right. um, which we think they can. Um. I could see her being just cavalier about the kids and trying to get Wanda to to do what her mother did. I mean, sorry, to do what Agatha's mother did, right? Which is like expend your yeah, right. exactly. Expend your energy, try to fight me so that I can absorb your magic. Right. Um, exactly. But we and then that's probably where we get Doctor Strange or Clea or whoever, you know. Who will step up and be like, no, 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 don't do that. <laughs> I mean, the fact that the fact that this hex has been going on for about a week and a half and Mordo hasn't shown up yet. Or strange. I mean, like Mordo, like you had one mission. <laughs> like, he was busy killing up all the other wizards. Like if you feel all of the I mean, if if the 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 radiation of all of these spells was enough to attract Agatha, yeah. you know, to be like, what is this? Mordo, yeah. Mordo should have been like, wait, hold on. I, I sense a disturbance in the force. Yeah. Mordo and Strange, really. But that, I mean, again, yeah. you guys know my, my hypothetical that, that Clea is Dottie, right? right? And that, you know, if, if, if Clea, if I could imagine a scenario where Clea, you know, slash Dottie is basically like, I've been sent here by Doctor Strange. That's exactly um, what I'm expecting. You know, to to monitor the situation, and now that I've monitored the situation, now I get to do crazy magics, right? Did they ever? Um, ide- they didn't identify Dottie yet. Not nope. identified. But her husband, they did. Identify. Yeah, her, her husband was identified, but not her. So she That's could be. It could be another Geraldine, uh, Monica situation. Yeah, I mean, she had she had like the situation. I think it was. Uh, I forget what it was. It was uh, when when Monica uh, confronts. Wanda and Agatha kind of like consoles her. I think we get to see that that clip right there when we see Dottie look up. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think. Yeah, that was when she looked up from her little garden thing, right? Right, right. Yeah. So we, I think that. No, I, I was about to say that's that feels to me like it, it didn't feel like it was just a random like scenery piece. It felt like she was like looking up for a certain reason. Did yeah. we see Dottie in the real? Westward, West Westfield. No, like when no, we, we saw didn't. the downtown. No, no, she wasn't was, one of the. I couldn't remember. Yeah, she wasn't one of the real Westview people. You they showed the her mailman? pool. They showed her pool, but they did not show her. Like the country right. club pool, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. It's uh, they show the mailman. They show Mrs. Hart. Was that supposed to be Herb? Was that black dude supposed to be Herb? I the black tell. dude is Herb. Okay. 
Um, yeah. and, and the, and the guy with the piano, the piano lessons, Dottie's yeah. husband in the hex. Right. Mm-hmm. So Dottie. I mean, this dude moved up cause he had no wife. And now he's got... <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you know, again, that's another, when they don't show us something that that's always, you know, something to think about, yeah. you know, like they showed other prominent cast members, you know, but they, yet again did not identify Dottie like and Dottie does look a little bit like Clea like I wouldn't be I wouldn't be shocked if you know she showed up to say like you know I've been watching the situation but at the same time like who's Monica gonna fight like she's just gonna fight uh Pietro yeah (laughs) I mean they're two they're the two super powered people they're gonna have a little brawl yeah are there any are there any um i'm trying to think like in the in the books are there is there anyone with like yellow associated with their magic because mm-hmm. dottie's got yellow flowers like her flowers are hmm. her garden is only yellow i yeah. i believe that uh, no, I, I don't think so. And Agatha's Agatha's flowers are only purple. Mm-hmm. I think Wanda's are red. So well, they might they might let Clea's magic be yellow just for the purpose of like you know having show. each person has their own distinct magic color, so that you know who's shooting right. rays out to who. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Interesting. She's actually Sinestro. <laughs> <laughs> Multiverse of madness. <laughs> yeah, the I mean, the only argument I suppose against it being Clea is that is the is the actual. That's a lot of magic people that wound up in some little small ass town. Well, no, but it, at the right time. no, but it makes sense that they would it's be attracted to it. It makes yeah. sense that they would be attracted to it. But I mean, is the actual? Why well, can't I remember the, the actress name who plays Anya on? Um, on Emma Caulfield. Emma Caulfield, right. Is Emma Caulfield a big enough name to like get a well, like get an no. ongoing Marvel gig? Mm, well, I mean, she just just because she could potentially show up in terms of like, you know, of course, uh Cleo is gonna show up in Doctor Strange and you never know what other potential magical stuff you know supernatural based stuff they may have down the line planned especially since you know moon knight is happening uh blade is getting his movie you never know you know what else maybe she could be involved in i mean was yeah. colby smolders a big enough name to get an ongoing mcu that's a fair point i mean that's a pretty big role to give to colby smolders you know yeah but at the time <laughs> at the time that didn't mean a lot you know because marvel wasn't marvel i guess but yeah, yeah i mean we're we're still at the like we we still don't know um that you know it, it, there's a potential for a a, a tv show because like they're, they're kind of doing across genres and stuff like that so we could get a, a supernatural disney plus type you know tv show or whatever so who knows yeah range academy would be amazing yeah, I think we're still a ways off though yeah. from Strange Academy because we've got off. we've got we've got to introduce you know mutant kids like you know and then yeah. Young Avengers and all but other Strange, stuff. And, Strange um, Academy 
Strange, Strange Academy, I don't see happening, but I absolutely could see if they wanted to do an anthology. Like I said, uh, I, I forget if I said it on here, but just having the anthology TV show led by Agatha Harkness of like Marvel chillers, mm-hmm. where she just like introduces all these other supernatural characters like Werewolf by Night, Tigra, like all these other like magical beings that maybe you might not get. You know, they may not be considered worth a movie or maybe not worth their own TV show, but at least they can maybe get like a, a, a an episode or arc or whatever that, you know, expounds on who they are. Right. I mean, like, it would be kind of cool if they, if we did get um, Mordo showing up to be like, no, 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 this is magic. Nope, nope. This is <laughs> like, too much damn magic. This is like, this is what I, this is what I had a problem with. This is what, you know. This is but too many magic is too doggone high. Exactly. <laughs> oh, got to die. Everybody got to die. I mean, like I could I could see I could see like a situation where the cliffhanger at the end of the after the credits is Agatha going back to her dungeon lair and the book is missing and Mordo's got mm. it. Mm. I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah. we all listen, we all love Agatha, but like if if Mordo showed up to like kill Agatha, you know, like nope, <laughs> like this this is uh too much magic. I do. Go I on. like that. I, I like the difference in the magic. Like, witch's magic is different than sorcery in hmm. this. Like in the right. MCU, like like the magic that Wanda uses isn't geometrical and and true with you know like these 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 insane yeah. shapes, and nor is Agatha's. That's true. And yeah. Even though even though Agatha Agatha still does the thing where she pulls the hair off Wanda's head yeah. to make a spell and do some incantation, and she throws it at the door. Um, Doctor Strange right. pulls a hair off Thor's head and like creates a bunch of you know geographic patterns that make some sort of spell that allows him to find Odin. Um, but G- but it looks pattern. different. Yeah, I like that it looks different. Dan and who? I mean, yeah. we probably will never get like a true ex- explanation of all the different nuances of the kinds of magic right. that exist. But right. even if they're, you know, have different visual flares to them, um, but they're all in the same like magic um, umbra- right. under the same magic umbrella. Yeah. Like, strange. Like strange doesn't have to speak Latin to make his spells work. I, it, he's got a, he exactly. does a different technique altogether. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. I, li- I like that. I like the variance there. Right. And, um, and yeah, you know, witchcraft could be different from sorcery, even if they're drawing, um, you know, on similar magics. Right. I mean, he's he's doing magic from Kamartage, where Agatha is doing magic in that you know from America, presumably in, in you know Puritan America. Right. Yeah. Although presumably older than that, I mean, presumably the book that she's that she's tapped into that the dark. The dark right. forces that are are beyond her age, you know, would mm-hmm. would presumably be hundreds, if not thousands, of years old. Yeah, yeah. And, and and theoretically, I mean, if we think about it logically, if there was one style of magic, there wouldn't be a need for so many books of magic. Right. Right. So, like, huh. there there's probably <laughs> there's probably a whole bunch of different ways to draw on those forces, and mm-hmm. and you know, Kamertaj has their library, but there might be libraries elsewhere. I mean, all magic comes from Africa anyway. We're all descended <laughs> from there. I mean, speaking of magic coming from Africa, we we are expecting to see Brother Voodoo in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of, Mad- of Madness, if I'm not mistaken. 
Like, I would be very mad if he does not show up. Like, I, I will write a very strongly worded letter to somebody. I wouldn't so, expect to hear it to, to see a character named Brother Voodoo in a in a an MCU movie. Doctor Voodoo might show up, but Brother <laughs> yeah. Voodoo, yeah. He may he may go by Doctor Voodoo. That's fine. I want to see the Hoongan Supreme. That's what I need to see. <laughs> I'm saying, like, if his name is Brother Voodoo, I want him played by the dude who played Bubbles on The Wire. <laughs> but Doctor Voodoo could be, I mean, could be uh, Omar from The Wire, actually. <laughs> like, okay, Williams would be dope. But um, but yeah, I mean, listen, there's still there's still uh, some some mysteries. Um, I I am curious, like, because where the stakes are right now, they don't. They don't feel like multiverse level stakes. No, they don't. Um, I think the multiverse, if if this series ends with the multiverse opening up, it will be in like an uh, unforeseen byproduct of the magic that went down. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and that would be in the to me that be in the realm of the stinger. Right. Yes. And and on top of that, um, we may see um, that by the time. Uh, uh, America Chavez shows up. She's already like possibly friends with them, or like possibly meets them, or something. Just you know, because they end up on the team together. So, yeah. I mean, I could see, I could see them doing something where they're just like breaches. Um, and at that point, who emerges from a breach? Right. Is 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 a big enough stinger like if it's nightmare if it's mephisto if it's someone from like in another universe you know it's like all of them <laughs> it, it, she i mean like honestly like like we had all been talking like oh is it going to be mephisto is it going to be nightmare what if it's just like basically unlocking this like hell prison that uh -huh. like lets all yeah. of these evil forces out i mean that would be That'd be more of like a Pandora situation, though. Yes. Um, I, I, honestly, I don't feel well. They, I, it will, it would be interesting if it was like just the level of it kind of drew their attention. Like you feel like, oh, I feel the veil between the worlds is thinning out, and you know, you kind of feel like more drawn toward that world even more than you normally would have been. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. I don't know. I'm trying to think of which, especially if we're, if it's going to be not a cliffhanger, but like a thing that is going to a thread that's going to be picked up in a year, mm -hmm. like visually, what creates the the biggest impact? I mean, we we knew Thanos at the end of Avengers, right? We knew what he looks like, and like he doesn't have to do anything but smile, but for us to know like what's coming, like. Whoever whoever the stinger is gonna be, I, I we've discussed it. I think it's gonna be in the guys Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> I would like it's gonna. I feel like Dick Van Dyke works. I feel like Vic, Dick Van Dyke works if he's interacting with Wanda, though. Yeah. I Dick mean, Van Dyke cannot be a recurring cast member. I just want to make that clear. He's ninety-seven years old. There's no <laughs> way he's Mephisto. Just have I mean, him, maybe just for have a him, scene, but like not forever. Yeah. We have him record a bunch of lines, and then we just CGI him. <laughs> cool. God, that's that's just morbid. Yeah, I could see. I mean, it's, it, it's exactly what happened with Carrie Fisher, which was morbid. <laughs> but like Carrie Fisher was there for like one movie, rather than you know, 
ongoing. Like yeah, I think, and her presence was necessary to finish the story. Yeah. Dick Van Dyke doesn't need to be there. I, I genuinely, I genuinely feel like it's going to be nightmare, just because of like yes, magic, but Mephisto is just more powerful. Like I would mm-hmm. put him like further down the line. Right. What happens? Like oh yeah, we just immediately go straight from like fighting other wizards to okay now enjoy the devil. Like no, that's yeah. too much. And the logic behind Nightmare is that you had thousands of people trapped in like a living sleep, right? right? Exactly. Like, exactly. It, it's already dealing with Wanda's trauma, and then on top of that, you have all of these minds who were like trapped in his realm for this prolonged period of time. So he definitely has been kind of getting a little bit of power to feel more emboldened and to be more of a threat without necessarily uh, still not being to the level of Mephisto. Yeah. That's probably right. I mean, like Nightmare is enough of a like amorphous power level character, but he can still do a lot of funky stuff and he yeah. can still come from another dimension. Um, would it be a stunt casting, you guys think, or would it be somebody who's maybe a little bit on, on the uh, lesser known side of things? I, 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 I think it's going to be a stunt a stunt singer casting yeah. and I don't know which like like I, I've talked about this I don't know which uh, devil demon character it's going to be I think it might be an amalgamation of a few of them because that's what Marvel movies can do is yeah. pick and choose what they like mm-hmm. so they may call him I think they may call him Blackheart and have it show up and, and maybe ah. be a little bit more Memphisto but then they then they can skirt the uh the Chinese regulations and things like that against <laughs> devil characters, and just I think I think have it be a CGI thing, voiced and maybe in the body of Dick Van Dyke at that moment. <laughs> I mean, I mean the Dick Van to me the Dick Van Dyke thing works best if if he interacts with Wanda somehow, you know. Yeah. Otherwise, well, yeah, he, intera- he interacts in the little sitcom thingy, and then in the stinger he's like moha, and then he morphs out to a you know. A giant purple blob of evil. Ivan Ooze? <laughs> uh, I, I think that the stinger I is going can. to hint at it's going to hint at a Mephisto or a Nightmare or what have you but will not give it, it the same way we didn't know who was playing Thor when we saw Mjolnir the for the first right. time. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. We just knew oh that means Thor. I think yeah. that it's going to be something similar to that where um, we see a symbol or something like, oh, clearly yeah. we have opened up a doorway that we did not mean to. But mm-hmm. I feel like Mjolnir is more iconic than anything that would be an indication of well, Nightmare I mean, on Mephisto. If, I mean, if you if you kind of matter of fact, now I'm thinking about it. Like, what if they just like get like Robert England uh, uh, to play? <laughs> <Nightmare>? <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, been it's be- been suggested at, at at various points. Yeah, um, that would be kind of cool. I mean, to me, that falls under stunt casting. You know, yeah. like if yeah. you, yeah, if they hired Robert England to play Nightmare, like people would get it. Um, or Al Pacino. Yeah. So to play Mephisto, yeah. I'm surprised Kenneth Brada never had a role in the MCU, considering he, was, he directed Thor. Or was he in him? Was he in? No, him? I don't think he was in it. Right, he's no. not in any of the movies. But I don't know if he had a great experience doing Thor. I, I don't believe he did, no. Or else he would have done more I, Thor. 
I think he was okay with Thor. I think it was it was in the lead up to Thor two that he had a lot of the problems. Mm. Right. And you know, obviously but, that was a different time with Ike Perlmutter and everything. Like he might be cool now. Yeah. But right. he's got his right. own more career. Doors, more door more doors are open when you're making a billion dollars every other movie. Oh, I've got the stunt casting. Hugh Jackman. Ooh. You know what? Especially, you know, Hugh like Broadway Hugh Hugh Jackman. Mm-hmm. That would be it. That would be yeah. it. That would be really good. That would be, might I say, Luke Skywalker? <laughs> that, that might be Luke Skywalker level. Especially, like, because he doesn't have to be Wolverine. He just has to be Hugh Jackman. Right. Yeah. He he has been, like, he he has, like, lavished praise on top of praise for Kevin Feige. Yep. So, of late. Of late, yeah. Exactly. So I, now, I now, who would you rather have Hugh Jackman play, Nightmare or Mephisto? Mephisto. Mephisto. Yeah. Absolutely, because he he has like the drama chops, but he also has like the kind of rage, like when, when he gets mad, like that character. You can kind of see both sides of like the sophistication of like oh this suave kind of guy who could potentially persuade you and tempt you to do things that you shouldn't do, but then you don't. Okay, uh, he kind of freaks out like Hades and Hercules. So the thing he always like, had to overcome to play Wolverine was that he's so like fucking charming. Yeah, true. And 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 you don't have to overcome that to play the devil. Yeah, but I guess I was looking at it from the perspective of, and maybe maybe part of it was also staying in shape to play Wolverine. You know, whereas he wouldn't have to do that for an ongoing MCU role. Like I was I was thinking of him more as kind of like he wouldn't necessarily want to sign on for multiple movies. But oh, he'd he'd get that good Marvel, that good MCU HGH, that Kamel, yeah. you know, he's getting on <laughs> Gianni. But he doesn't. All, all but but that's what I'm saying. Like I think that I think that more than anything would deter him from wanting to come back. Um, well, but getting. What I, I mean, like, I, how how much did did uh did uh Josh Brolin have to work out to be Thanos? I mean, like, I, mean, I don't I, think you need to Hugh yeah. Jackman, especially. I mean, like, or like someone playing I, Mephisto. Does not right. need to work out exactly. Yeah, yeah it's gonna be more yeah. about the voice because that's gonna be mostly CGI. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that if Hugh Jackman showed his pretty face, you know, in a in a red suit, like, and walked through right. a portal, that's like, exactly what I'm thinking. People would lose their that's, that's people would lose their shit. <laughs> if it's not Hugh Jackman, this was the worst series ever. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I, I I genuinely don't think that he's gonna have to be like, oh, he has to be the the shirtless guy in the in the draping red loincloth. Like, no, he's no, 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 no. A regular guy, possibly in like you know a, a suit or something like that. They're not gonna have to like, oh, you have to be really in shape. Like, no, you yeah. just have to be like really good and dapper and good looking. Right. And, and you want funny. people to recognize Hugh Jackman's face. So Dude, you imagine know, imagine after the credits, Agatha goes down to her lair. And one of the doors is open and she's like, like freaked out a little bit. Here comes Hugh Jackman in a red suit. And, she, and he's like, hello, dear. And she's like, Ralph. <laughs> and we're like, oh, shit, Ralph was Mephisto. Ralph, 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 baby. Ralph is also Wolverine. What? <laughs> I mean, I was thinking more along the lines of from a like from like a chaos perspective, like a, a random portal opens up and Hugh Jackman walks out because at that point you get like the hardcore fans who know it's Mephisto, but then you get the like casual fans who's like, 
Wolverine? <laughs> you know what I mean? What was like... that? And then the, the descriptive audio is like, Mephisto appears as Wolverine from the X-Men <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, just the, the, just the face of Hugh Jackman, like, yeah. probably breaks the internet. That you would know? be that would be Luke Skywalker level because he's played Wolverine over twenty years. Yes, my, yeah. My stunt cast is is Ray Wise, and then we can bring <laughs> Reaper into him. Yes, <laughs> bring Reaper, make it canon. <laughs> Give me so, Michael Black. Reaper. I'm here for. Um. It. So what? What that? I. I mean, we're we're clearly winding down. What do you? What I was going to ask earlier. What do you guys have as like your dream? insane comic book moment because i know all three of you have uh something that you know won't happen but you want to happen in this last episode oh in this episode specifically yes yeah like what what, what do you want that you so, know is not gonna happen so do you guys did you guys ever read avengers no surrender yeah yes oh. remember when monica went into scarlet witch oh yes and she absorbs her magic oh yeah yeah, that. <laughs> I guess. I guess. I guess. What I want is is the reverse. No more mutants. But I'm not going to get it. Mm. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Well, well, see, y'all. Y'all make me sound basic because I just wanted like the the stinger of like Jimmy Woo like finding his his missing person, and it turns out to be Simon Williams, Wonder Man. Oh no, yeah. I mean, I want that as well, but I, I feel like that could still happen because, like, like I still, I here's here's once they mention that that uh, Fietro is is someone who was um, possessed, yeah. like that put him back on the table as as being a real guy, right? Yeah. As being someone who's not, uh, like, when he's not being possessed, he could be the witness, you know. I know, Gordy. Gordy, your moment has. Uh oh to be oh. toddler hands, right? Like that's that's the one you're hoping for. <laughs> no, no, I I actually I like I want the witch's road type thing where Scarlet Witch is a is something that's passed on and on and on uh yeah. generations and that Pietro and Wanda were actually completely created out of thin air by the previous Scarlet Witch. Gotcha. And that's and they were sort of adopted, and we get like an adoption with you know the old Oleg and the uh, I mm. forgot what the mother's name yeah. was. I think so, but I, yeah, and then and then that would set up the next generation with the two boys, and also right. would give us an explanation as to how Pietro just randomly got powers by being around a stone. I mean, yeah. the fact that Pietro's still dead kind of gives them a pass to not have it to ever explain ever. anything about yeah. Pietro. Um, yeah, because we never we never explained how he didn't go. Hey, I should get out of the way of bullets. Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, maybe somewhere down the line, like years later, they'll figure out like a way to bring him back. But like for now, like the fact that they were very clear that that's not really Pietro, and like she was willing to accept that he was, you know, means that like he's off the table. I want like, that moment from the comic books where Hugh Jackman was Mephisto. <laughs> that's what I want. <laughs> Listen, Hugh Jackman as Mephisto, like that is a great, that is a great stunt cast. That is a great post credit. Like the last thing we see is Hugh Jackman laughing, you know, like as he steps out of a portal. But he has to I mean, be sharing a scene with with uh, Vision, right? Because 
we have to get the Paul Bettany. I've always wanted to work with this actor. Oh no, no, no! I mean that that to me that's always different from the. You oh, that's know, different. Okay. okay. Yeah, that's the to me that's the Luke Skywalker moment. Like the mm-hmm. the Hugh Jackman pops up, comes through a portal, and everyone loses their shit. Baby you know? Yoda like, as Mephisto. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna keep up with my running thing of of old white men and say uh, Sir Ian McKellen as Mephisto. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, if we if we're gonna go go back to like the sharing a scene thing, it would be kind of funny if it would like so this could work, right? Like, what if Dick Van Dyke is the witness, right? Is oh. Jimmy Woo's witness, hmm. right? And he just sort of like happens to be there through some other thing. Like, it's literally Dick Van Dyke though. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what if, like, it's actually Dick Van Dyke, you know? And it's like, it's like stop all this bullshit. Make it black and white again. And, what the fuck? And he's like, the only one who was having a good time in the yeah. hex. And that, and that, like, gives Wanda, like, the little push where it's like, she just got a pep talk from, like, her, like, sitcom hero. Hmm. Big Van Dyke comes out and he's pissed off. They never did a married with children run. <laughs> you know, like so if they, so if there was gonna be a Dick Van Dyke cameo, I feel like that could work as a one and done. You know, yeah. where like Wanda's going some direction. It looks like she's going to like get eaten up by um by what's her name? By Agatha or whatever. And then like Dick Van Dyke shows up and she's like, Oh my god. My sitcom hero, you know, and I like that we're all like Agatha's gonna be eating people, just <laughs> chomping down. I mean, we kind of <laughs> saw her eat some, some. We, she snacked on some magic, you know. Straight up biting Wanda in the head. <laughs> I mean, she turned a cicada into a bird and then fed it to her rabbit. Did she feed it? I thought she turned it into a rabbit. No, no she no, threw it. She threw it to her it. rabbit who ate it. Oh, because you know how rabbits eat birds. Oh, I thought she was turning it. I thought she was flip. You know, basically like changing different forms, and it turned into the rabbit. I, I should have paid more, no, more attention to it. it. You, you live in Chicago, Carlos. You've seen a rabbit eat a bird. <laughs> nah, man. Ain't, ain't no rabbits eating Chicago birds. Yeah, it's I mean, true. like well, we definitely birds aren't, birds aren't real. They're all government drones. We all That's know true. this. <laughs> They're all from Sword. Have you ever seen a baby pigeon? Mm-mm. So speaking speaking of sword, speaking of sword, how do, wait two things. One, uh, you know, Wu Wu is out there. Darcy's in there. Like Wu is mm-hmm. out of the the hex, and Darcy's in the hex. Um, but Hayward's gotta get his come up in somehow, right? So Wu's yes. got the files. Does he just have the Project Cataract files, or does he have something else? I'm not entirely sure he just has those files. Okay. But again, that's just my my bias toward really, really, really wanting an Agents of Atlas show on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> I mean, because I, I think that another part of the satisfying ending is going to be, like, deposing Hayward, you mm-hmm. know, like, bringing him down. Yeah. But as of now, there's not really enough to bring him down. Like he's the, he's winning, right? Mm-hmm. When that uh, I don't know the name of the officer he was speaking to. And he's like, "We launch, yeah, we launch at dawn or whatever he says." 
she gives him like the weirdest side eye in that moment. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, what if like everyone he thinks works for him is a scroll? <laughs> and it well, turns one... out like that's all sword is is an agency of scrolls. <laughs> well, one thing and that hate... sort of threw me one thing that sort of threw me off is that like like before they did the reveal of the pale vision, he definitely said he was sending a team in, you know? And I was like, team (laughs) maybe four people (laughs) but um but i was hoping against it you know because i don't that's not how i want the fantastic four to exist but um like he still has some kind of plan and maybe the events of the hex maybe maybe it gets revealed that he was kind of down with the hex maybe he knew about it and he was like engineering i don't know i mean like if there's a way to blame hayward for what happened in westview that would be a way to get him out off the board yeah hmm but it's it's it may be too much of a long con to say that he you know knew about the the letter and was like yeah she's gonna create this probability period you know what i mean it's like yeah, nah. there's no way yeah there's no way like perhaps they could say that that he used the hex and that that's mm-hmm. not cool you know like that he that there was that he knew how to stop it and he chose not to yeah um because he had this other agenda but yeah i'm trying to think of the most efficient way to take him down because i mean he might get promoted out of uh, Pull um, another another secretary Thunderbolt of Ross. De- yeah, Secretary <laughs> of Defense Hayward. I mean, Thunderbolt has no business being Secretary of Defense. It makes no I sense. Mean, he he absolutely is not like this Machiavellian guy who who just had you know was pulling all the strings or whatever. So yeah, he I, I absolutely see mediocre white guy getting promoted somewhere else. Yes. Oh, uh, see, I I still think that I still think that we end this with either. Um, sword not having a director or we finding out like that there's a new director who we like dick van dyke (laughs) (laughs) you know whether it's woo as the new director who they you know they pull pull somebody in from the outside of the organization because remember technically he's not a sword agent you know or or there's like abigail brand or whatever you know (laughs) or or Hugh Jackman shows up <laughs> and he introduces himself. Hey, Reed Richards. Oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. Hugh Jackman. But my friends call me Ralph. <laughs> Reed Richards. Yeah. My friends call me Mephisto. <laughs> also, I'm maybe a rabbit. <laughs> no, I'm wrap this shit up. We got it. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I, I definitely like the Hugh Jackson as. Hugh Jackman, sorry. <laughs> like, I definitely, I definitely like the Hugh Jackman. I didn't see that movie. <laughs> I definitely like the Hugh Jackman as Mephisto uh, stunt casting. I think that could be really fun, especially him sharing scenes with uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, you know, mm-hmm. down the line. Um, and I do think that if that's the last thing we see in a stinger, like the internet would go crazy. Yeah. Yes. I'm going crazy now, and it's like almost guaranteed not to happen. I'm <laughs> losing my shit, you know. But so, so I definitely want to table that as as a thing to root for. However, like I don't want you know we've said this before. I don't want a Fantastic Four reveal 
um but i do want a like sword is 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 better now you know is like going in going a different direction you know i think that i think that'd be good for monica's arc yeah that she's in a more sympathetic sword than she's still at odds with with hayward i don't think she's gonna go her own way i think I don't know. I, I feel like Sword gotta... is the kind of organization that, you know, is probably going to stick around. And I mean, it won't be in the next project, but like we've already gone through the trouble of saying that Monica's mother founded Sword and probably does have um, contacts with Skrulls and contacts with uh, Captain Marvel and all those. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like that that organization is going to be involved in Captain Marvel, too. So yeah. we may as well realign the organization. Like, we, like I don't think Monica's going to be a director, but I think that she'll still be affiliated with Sword. Yeah, sure. You know, because then, because like know. I said, I, I mean, I could, what were you saying? I could Sorry. see her being. I could see her being the director and sort of leading the. Uh, we don't need Carol Danvers to come save us. Uh, <laughs> you know, antagonistic mm-hmm. role. Because Which is a now, lot easier to say when you're photon, spectrum, whatever, what have you. Right. Yeah. Right. I just think that if she because has superpowers, also... she probably won't want to be the director of S.W.O.R.D., you know? Right. Um, and I, I really hope that we figure out exactly what Carol's powers are and we get them sort of relative because she's just all over the freaking place in, in the Avengers movies. You know, she's plowing through spaceships and then and then getting punched by Thanos and selling it and then not selling it. So, right. sorry. Sorry, I got a little nervous yeah. there. No, no, no. <laughs> Listen, at some point, you're going to have to, like, slightly depower Carol. Just a little bit. Just, you know. Or a give her bit. some kryptonite. I mean, I'm not a big, like, rogue person, you know, like, but that seems like a job for rogue um, showing up I'm, to, to I'm, just. I'm to, a big rogue person. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but, I, think, I think anybody who is who is a fan of the 92 X-Men cartoon is a big rogue person. We were all in love then. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I guess I more mean, I guess I more mean like right now, like a rogue needs to show up right now person. But well, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't say that she needs to show up right now because you, you can't really um, you, I, I'm not really sure what would be the story behind it. If, if she's going to be like, um carol and monica and uh and uh kamala khan like that's not a that's not a three hero threat no she's not exactly but i do but i think that when one of those heroes is captain marvel at her current power level she doesn't mm-hmm. really need two more heroes right exactly you know like who 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 would be a threat that captain marvel needs help for nothing she beat the hell out of Thanos with no question after yeah. after he had spent like 45 minutes fighting Thor and was like well I guess cool yeah. uh, we can still we can, I can still fight you yeah like like to me you it, need weird. like to me you know for her you need someone who's who benefits from from Carol using her power you know to sort of deter her from from using her power you know, Moonstone. either someone, either Moonstone. someone who like, what'd you say? Uh, Moonstone. Does Moonstone Bishop. like draw power from from Carol? 
I I don't know everything about her, but I believe that she may have like similar abilities or or like something that she that's that's like her main uh rival nemesis person. Right. No, I know that much, but I'm just saying that like if the goal is to sort of especially if it's an earth earth based story or primarily mm-hmm. earth based story, you need a reason to 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 have Carol not just show up and wreck shop completely. Well, well, <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. I, I feel like I think maybe her power may like feedback against Carol or it's something. Yeah. It's something in in that vein of like it's a foil to her powers as an energy absorber. And that's important. Like if there's some kind of biofeedback where if Carol uses her power, then then it gets neutralized somehow. Right. Then then right. maybe that works. Yeah. Um. But. But again, that's I don't think Carol's showing up next week or this week. <laughs> um, I I think that Monica I think we want to put Monica in a place where like we're looking forward to her next adventure. Mm-hmm. And and I think that A taking down Hayward, B finding out that, you know, that Sword's gonna be under better leadership, um and moving forward with whatever like, because, you know, if it's gonna be Captain Marvel 2 is supposed to happen next year or is it supposed to happen two years from now? I believe I want to say next year. I think. Okay. Uh, It's 2022. Okay, Mm -hmm. so it's next year. So, you know, a year from now they can kind of say, like if they set set S.W.O.R.D. up off on a course to like correct the ship, you know, so -hmm. to speak, and do away with the direction that that Hayward took the organization, then when we see Sword again, it can be like, yeah, you know, we had that little moment where we had the shitty guy running it, but we're good now. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I feel mm-hmm. like that's a good arc. And then, yeah, you can still have the tension with Monica because Monica's working closely with Sword, whereas Carol's not. Um, yeah. And, and then they can go through, explore whatever those issues are, which are probably, you abandoned my mom. Um, yeah second mom <laughs> you know so Can you imagine I mean, being like dr strange showing up at the end of this and the hex is the second weirdest thing that's happened that month because <laughs> like Endgame happened three weeks ago oh yeah so like yeah so i just, just got back after five years yeah right <laughs> and and this is the second weirdest thing that's happened to you yeah <laughs> Well, here's a question. I I feel like this was answered, but I just forgot the answer. Like, was was Wong dusted? Mm, I don't think I don't we think ever addressed. I don't think it was addressed. I don't know if he's in that montage of like faces that are. No, yeah, I know they're like sure he's gone, and because I'm curious Listen, about who was holding down the fort while Strange was gone. That that last right. scene doesn't make a lot. That like like I love that Avengers Assemble scene, but like Doctor Strange is freaking out about going on a one way trip to Titan, and then he's like, "Nope, I can just portal us back to Earth like this, no problem." <laughs> doesn't make any sense, but you know, Spider Man had to come back and hug Tony and tell him it's okay that he died before Tony died. <laughs> Fair <laughs> point. In, in terms of um, who was holding down uh, the uh, the Sanctum Centaurum, I believe it was, if it was not Wong, then we we do have the, the 
uh, I believe it was Scott Derrickson who who actually uh, mentioned that uh, that would have been like the kind of launching the tipping point arc of um, Jericho Drum because uh-huh. Daniel Drum was the previous guardian of the Sanctum Quantum. So right. I think that might have been like the 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 kind of prompting for uh, his twin brother to be like, okay, well, he's he's down as the the Hungan Supreme, so I'm going to step up in that role. Because mm. he actually did, the uh, Daniel actually did die in the first movie, so. Yeah, I mean, I feel like in that situation, like from a clean storytelling perspective, it might make more sense to just have Wong be the guy who was holding it down. And yeah. then that way, when Strange comes back, there's not a whole awkwardness about like, like, I was the source for Supreme for five years, you know. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna keep I'm it. Hoping, <laughs> I'm hoping that it's a, it's a time displaced Tilda Swinton because I want to keep going back to that horrible casting by Marvel. She's, just but she's like good in, in the role, though. I think she's good in it. She's good in the role. It's just that there were some racial insensitivities to it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I'm, I'm always hashtag Team Whitewash, but that one didn't work <laughs> that well. You know. <laughs> Like I don't think anyone thinks that she wasn't a good actress. And just, I mean, but if we would have gotten like an old Asian man with a long beard, like we would have like, yeah, that's that's fucking racist. Yeah. <laughs> because it is. Um, okay, I'm on Marvel Cinematic Universe mm-hmm. and they Whoa. say that Wong, they say that Wong was snapped. Right. Mm. So now we're back to Jericho Drum. Ha ha, Dr. Voodoo. Ha ha ha. I mean, or then, there, or, then or, there's or, definitely going to have to be a scene of like the him strange having a discussion with the guy who was Sorcerer Supreme for five years. Oh, oh, oh. Or if it's not him, it could be Clay. Oh. Which also would be, you know, of course, you know, had to overcome my, my misogyny for a second. But I mean, that could definitely work because yeah, that could be a young, source. A young whippersnapper named Victor Von Doom. <laughs> I mean, that I could mean, definitely he, be a source of tension that, yeah. like, Strange is trying to come back and, and, you know, get his, like, role back. But meanwhile, they were like, listen, someone had to protect the realm for five years. Like, I did a pretty good job. Except he's for that doing one. it without the time stone now. True. He'd be, like, completely under, like, misunderstood by the rest of the sorcerers, right? It's like you had one job, and it was to protect the time stone, and you gave it up. I mean, he had one like the main job was to protect the you know all of reality, but also the time stone. Um, <laughs> yeah. By way of and protecting the, the time stone, mm-hmm. yeah. And your plan led to there being time travel, a bunch of branch realities, <laughs> a bunch of branch timelines, Loki running around with the tesseract. You know what? If I'm if I'm Tony Stark, if I'm Tony Stark, and I'm like, why did you do that? Why did you give him the time stone? And he's like, you know, there was one possible way that this worked out. Like, yeah, you destroyed the time stone. (laughs) That's how this works out. Or even though I don't know what's going on right now, everybody back on Earth says fuck Vision, and we blow it up right there. (laughs) I fully I fully believe that the Doctor Strange found the one possibility where they beat Thanos and Tony Stark dies. Like it, oh, he, it like, he, want, like he wanted Stark to die too. Yeah. It, wasn't, it wasn't just like, there, I looked at 14 million, however many, and there was only one. There's no way there, because I came up with three different ways they would have won just watching that movie. 
Um, there can what, only what's be this? one facial hair bro. <laughs> he also needed to. There's, all, there's always the Ant Man shrinks down, flies up Thanos' butt, and then grows. <laughs> I mean, like, well, maybe he thought maybe he thought that as long like if Thanos has like four Infinity Stones, he's still like enough of a threat yeah. that like they needed to figure out how to like erase him from the timeline. But here's via, the thing: like, just in, in that movie, in Infinity War, you watch Doctor Strange create a portal, close it, thereby cutting off a giant monster's arm. Yes, he could like, easily he have done that. Showed us that he could do that. Yeah, it's true. The possibility wouldn't have been in my head if I didn't see it in the movie. It's like yeah. in The Dark Knight when Batman jumps off a skyscraper to catch Rachel and they land on a car and they're both fine. And then later he jumps off a smaller building with Harvey Dent and Harvey's dead. So, you know, he chose to kill Harvey <laughs> Dent. <laughs> he could have saved him. I've seen him do it. He once again said, I don't. I don't have, I'm not going to kill you, but I don't have to save you. He and, then he's, <laughs> and then he's like, but wait, I actually am going to kill you. And then he smashed him <laughs> in the ground. Uh, yeah, I guess. That's the story yeah. he's telling himself. That's all. He's <laughs> That's like, it. I didn't kill him. He was like, I, I didn't, I didn't quite get to the next possibility, which was just me cutting off Thanos' arm. Right. You know, I, ran out of, I ran out of time. Fucking <laughs> arm. Fucking arm, just take his entire head off. It's what happens to him in the long run anyway. He saw all those possibilities and he, he saw Star Lord get pissed and, and knock Thanos out of the out of the trance. Send Star Lord away. You can yeah. do that. Whatever. Yeah, why is yeah. he why is he there turning rocks into birds and shit? And he's like, Well, this isn't gonna work. I saw it already. Yeah. So um, why are we having this badass fight? Where there's I mean, a mirror if, world. If if we're if we're gonna be uh that straightforward about it, he he turns that portal to the mirror world into butterflies. Why not send the portal back at Thanos or something like that? Or like try to do you know something? He could have sent him to another dimension or fucking turn into Thanos into something. butterflies. <laughs> yeah. I mean right. he saw he saw he saw an end game that would take five years to play out. You know how many like just trillions of possibilities for that plan to go wrong that there are like that's insane it's impossible yeah like and his entire plan really hangs on a random uh rat stepping on a button in a beat-up ass van right so that Scott Lang can pop back up yeah that's Uh, the saddest part right (laughs) that like it really doesn't start without the rat right and, and, and I watched and I, I watched Ant Man uh, and Quantumania or no that's a new one Ant Man and the Wasp like it, there was a you saw the one that hasn't been made yet <laughs> did you look into the fourteen million you got the time <laughs> I, I saw that movie guys and guess what Bill Foster's still getting screwed uh, no I I I saw the movie. And when they came back from the quantum, quantum realm, it took like three people pressing buttons. But now in Avengers, it just takes a rat to walk in the right spot. And yeah. whoop, out he comes. It's a good rat, though. Well, I mean, but you got to admit they that was a, a statue to that rat. They, they really should. That was no. But you remember, that was a, uh, a Hank Pym design. Like the Hank Pym design wasn't as secure as the Tony Stark design. 
you know. When, I mean, yeah, sure. Like they also they also he had like, to build well, we he had to build something that like ants could could operate, right? You know, knowing <laughs> knowing Pim because <laughs> he has yeah, no I mean, friends. <laughs> when, they, when they solve time travel in like ten seconds, why don't they, and they go well? We only have enough pin particles. They don't immediately go. Oh, let's go back to the '70s. Grab a shit ton of pin particles, and then we can try this all fucking day. We can do whatever the hell we want. The yeah. first but time heist is for the pin particles. The second time heist is for the Infinity Stone. That's it. It doesn't even have to be the first. You just randomly send a superhero and be like, "Yo, bring back as many as you can fucking carry," and then we can just keep doing this. You know, bringing one back. And stupid Black Widow with like forty, it'll be great. <laughs> yeah, Infinity War takes a lot of suspension of disbelief to to, to make more than no Endgame is more, I think. Yeah, uh, Endgame. Endgame is what you mean, I think. No, because Infinity War, you have to believe that a man who fought in World War II believes that we don't trade lives in a war. Oh yeah, <laughs> like oh, yeah. like like you have to believe in so many stupid decisions by by our our heroes that like i'm sorry like vision is out like immediately like oh he needs this stone and that stone exists in our friend i guess we have to kill our friend to save the universe <laughs> and, and the friend is like and the friend is like please kill me so that i you know like, yeah that's like, true i mean it, there's a lot of that i mean it's not even that i don't even get that far it's Thanos' plan to get a hold of gamora so he knew that thor was going to float into the guardians of the galaxy and then tell them about the stones, and then they're going to go, you know what, we should split up and send Gamora to nowhere. So I've, he can be waiting at nowhere to be like, oh, bitch, I got you. I no. think that w- w- once Gamora that. knows, when Gamora knows that Thanos is at nowhere, why would Gamora go to nowhere? Gamora should go with the <laughs> other team. Gamora should be trying to stay as far away from Thanos as possible. But she does yeah. want to kill him, right? Yeah. I mean, yes. she tries. Yeah. She immediately, she immediately yeah. sees him and goes, "Well, you know, of course, yeah. he's got a bunch of power stones or uh, infinity yeah. stones, but I can still murder him with this whole sword." <laughs> yeah, right. But I think no. But I think her logic is is you know because she did stab him in the gut, right? Like I think I think her logic yeah. is right. that like you know I can get close to him and kill him in a way that no one else can. Which, I mean, which, if he didn't have the reality stone, you know, maybe, maybe she's right. <laughs> but by, I mean, by the time, you... by the time she makes a decision to go to where Thanos is, she knows that he has the power stone, right? And the real, no, the no, she doesn't know about the, re- the space stone. She, yeah, she knows well, that he, she knows that he is in possession of two infinity stones and, and is already the most the powerful human where, like the most powerful right. being in the universe but that's my point right but that's my point my point is that my point is that like she is his daughter right so anyone else if anyone else were to go to her to him like they're just going to get killed immediately like yeah, she's but... she's her thought process is that like she can that's get really close to him in a way that no one else but what, but what you need yeah, to do but... like like the most the most basic strategy has to be like he needs all of these stones he doesn't know where the the soul stone is yeah i do i must stay away from him like i mean even even if you disregard all of that it, it it occurs to me that um 
she has her her blade to potentially I, I think she one or two swords I forgot what it was but she has her 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 weapon to to kill him but um the man ends up like later on we see him surviving an act to the chest <laughs> and that <laughs> dagger wasn't going to do anything right so I'm like yeah I'm, I mean like, that all that is true <laughs> <laughs> oh I mean if we're if we're really taking this apart. You're going to tell me that he looked at some random little fat kid and was like, yep, I'm taking you and I'm going to make you a warrior because you showed me what? You're a little bratty fucking kid. There's like 80 of those that I just had murdered. Why yeah, I, I mean, I, I buy that he's got a little like and he, he wants Gamora from the start. Yeah, I buy. Yeah, that. he wants a he wants an acolyte. You know, he wants to yeah, like. But but why? Hashtag why Thanos is a pedophile. Oh whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! But, but why would you? I, I guess. I guess. Why would you want? Why would you want to like take the child of people? Like the the child knows specifically that their people are going to be destroyed. Yes. So why would you want to like take the child and and assume that there would be no no possibility down the line that I would ever think? Yes, I'm going to actually use all these skills that you're teaching me to murder you. Like, right, why, but I also think you, that, that never occur to you? well, no, I think it is. I think his logic is that if you can actually kill me, right? If if you get to the point where you can actually kill me, I'll actually be proud of you because it means I would have taught you well, you know. That makes but you in the, But in the meanwhile, but in the meanwhile, <laughs> I'm trying to show you that my way is the right way. And, and there's also like you know Thanos. Mm. Uh, Thanos snaps his fingers to make half of the existence go away because there aren't enough resources. Like, just snap your fingers and make four times the resources? No, but he doesn't, like, I mean, I've, I've, I've definitely had no, this discussion before. He like, he wants to kill people, right? Like, he just needs an excuse right, to do it. Any, you know, right, he's like, yeah, yeah. he's like. He could have just built a copy. Like, he says, I'm going to build a whole new universe where no one knows what they've lost. Oh, so you could have just built a second universe and set half of the people <laughs> there. Yeah. And you didn't have to fucking dust I mean, I look at it as kind of like Old Testament God, right? You know, where it's like, there's a certain level where he's punishing people. You know, there's a certain level where he's like, you guys have, have, you know, proliferated all around the universe. You've used all the resources. You don't deserve double the resources. You know, also, like, it's, it's, you does, deserve does to he, be killed. <laughs> does he think this plan is going to last? Because, like... Two generations later, you're probably getting close to the same fucking problem again. Are you just gonna come back and snap your fingers again? I mean, you know, little time stone. So I mean, again, every thirty, every three generations. I mean, again, Old Testament God, right? You know what I mean? Like, maybe they learned their lesson. I I would yeah. say that he could have potentially shrunk people down. <laughs> Like that would have been hilarious. Like not half the people, just half size the people. That is a that is a Hank Pym solution to a Thanos problem. What's that Matt Damon movie? That was what I was thinking. But like you shrink people down to like literally like ant size. You know that's what? That's the, that is the best Infinity War solution of all. Um, 
Can you just imagine, imagine Gamora explaining that plan to everyone? Like, yeah, for as long as I've known him, he's only had one plan to shrink everyone down to the size of ants. And all now, he has to do is snap his fingers like now that. Now I want I want that storyline where a Pimtron gets the infinity gauntlet and his plan yes. is to shrink the whole universe. <laughs> No, just the no, living people. Everything else in the universe is big. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Not just the people. Like, just the people, not even the animals. So then then it's basically Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, <laughs> the universe, right? Where, like, doc, every... I bet Dr. Strange didn't see that in all of his things where he's like, I'll just bring Hank Pym here. To talk to him. <laughs> Oh man, we might need to leave it there. I feel like that's it. I, I feel like I we can't top. Yeah. We can't top. Uh, shrink the universe down it's to a microscopic level. <laughs> Tell you what, in that universe, Ant Man is a god. Yeah, because he, he can is. become yeah. giant man. <laughs> yes, he has to. He's just become regular man. A regular ass man. <laughs> oh man! All right, well. I'm if you guys are still listening to us, I praise you, like I applaud you. Um, <laughs> this is a fantastic if, stinger at the end of this podcast. If you Jackman is Mephisto, I I deserve some sort of points in the racial <laughs> Like I deserve something how, how for calling that. How do you get points for the East Side? Because because I will have called it when no one else is calling that. That is true. It's not like me being like, uh, I'm trying to think of who are people saying could be anything. Like, no one has said, you know, if John Krasinski is Reed Richard, okay, like the, the yeah. internet called that. But yeah, I mean, I will at least, Mephisto, I haven't I seen least that find the clip and share the clip. <laughs> um, I will. That will do. I will. I will find the, I will clip out the video of you suggesting that. It and, doesn't matter. And put you it can on YouTube. As many bonus points as you want. You got Batman. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, you can be the one who called Hugh Jackman as uh, Mephisto. But 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 will it be regular size Hugh Jackman? <laughs> <laughs> it'll no. It'll, it'll be huge Jackman. Huge Jackman. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Uh, I'm just gonna say I'm just gonna look. If we're getting bonus points for off the wall guesses, I'm gonna say Memphisto is Julia Roberts. Wow. <laughs> okay. All right. All right, guys. We gotta we gotta end it there. Um. Hopefully, you guys are. Hopefully, uh, listeners, you're you're back next week, and you can mock us uh, throughout the throughout the weekend if our predictions didn't didn't live up to uh, what we what we wanted. But uh, but again, if uh if it's Hugh Jackman. Uh, you gotta, you all gotta give props to Carlos. Uh, he he will flex. He will have, he he will have time to uh, stunt on us flex. all. And, and his flex will be nowhere nearly as impressive as Hugh Jackman's flex. <laughs> <laughs> so, on that note, until next time, all things are possible. <laughs>